apples. to the rumors that you've heard, I was not born in a manger. I was, I was actually born on Krypton and sent here by my father, Jor-El, to save the planet Earth. Live from Stanford, Connecticut, it is the one and only Animal Farm radio show, the only safe place where political minds can meet each other and beat each other. The date today is Thursday, February 12, 2009. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow renegade, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. Pyeth is on his way to the mountains to go break a leg. <laughs> Good luck, Pyeth. Knock on wood. I hope yeah, he doesn't. Okay. Uh, but we do have an excellent show for everybody tonight. Despite that, we're going to be getting into the New World Order's raping of creative contents via their political correctness. <laughs> we're also going to get into some fairness doctrine news. And as always, Tony is going to give you a special Valentine's Day uh, lubrication. With the prostituted, the un-American, and the hopelessly romantic, straight ahead, you are on the farm. We've got to clean up this country. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. We are here today to effect a change. We are here today to fuel the deconstruction of the official myth. We are here today because fear is never a good enough reason to do nothing. We are here today to begin draining this cesspool of lies and distortion we refuse to drown in any longer. We are here today to ask those still sleeping to wake up. Yes, indeed. We are approaching Valentine's Day, Benjamin. Testing, one, two. Oh, yeah, I can hear myself <laughs> Can you hear now. yourself now? Yeah, I can. <laughs> that was weird. It was pretty weird. Yeah. Um, welcome to the Animal Farm, everybody. It is 512-879-3805. The number tonight is going to be very much an open lines night. You can talk about whatever you want. Of course, the uh, website is animalfarmshow.com. But as Ben says, I mean, this is a very special lubrication. I mean, you know, when, when Valentine's Day approaches, Ben, and when these special occasions come around, you really got to break out the good lubrication. And tonight we do have the pro- prostituted, the un-American, and the hopelessly romantic. <laughs> and I don't even have a Drum roll, Ben. Could you give me a drum roll or no? Nah, I got nothing for you. Man. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start right out. By the way, uh, Pyeth has sent us a secret gift uh, in the form of a song. You could only imagine what it is. And I really, I, 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 I want to play it right now, but I, ha- no, you know, save I, it. I haven't listened to it. You haven't listened to it, uh, but it is sitting here on my computer. And we're lubricating I, them now. We have to tease them. Yeah, we want to tease them now. So we're going to play the secret gift from Pyeth, which I'm sure everybody is awaiting because his work is so masterful. <laughs> but uh, we'll get to that next. The prostituted is first here on the lubrication articles to, uh, of course, get us going, get us started, kind of like the coffee that still hasn't uh, taken any effect on me yet. But anyway, police say Ohio teacher uh, cut class for paid. 
sex. Talk about being efficient. Uh, Bellafontaine, Ohio. Police say an Ohio fourth grade teacher charged with prostitution skipped class after using a school computer to arrange an afternoon tiss at a motel. I mean, <laughs> afternoon look, delight. You know, exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, look, when times are rough, times are rough. Logan County Sheriff's official says 35-year-old Amber Carter was arrested Tuesday in a motel parking lot in Bellafontaine in central Ohio. Police say Carter is, uh, is charged with misdemeanor prostitution and a felony count of unauthorized use of property regarding, of course, the computer that she used in the school, which is really disturbing. It's one thing to leave school early and, oh, I don't feel too well. But she used the computer in the school to do it, man. I mean, <laughs> is there no shame? I mean, just be, be, just classless. be discreet about it, at least. Uh, Bella, but this is the love segment. This is Valentine's Day. So, uh, you know, a couple days away. Bellafontaine City School Superintendent Larry Anderson says school officials are shocked. He says Carter has worked for the district for 13 years and has never received a reprimand. She has been placed on administrative leave and a woman answering a phone listed for Amber Carter and Bellafontaine hung up on a call seeking comment when Wednesday. So you know what? It's just it, you know times are rough. You got to make an extra buck these days. I understand <laughs> teachers are going through. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know. And on to the, the economy's bad. You got to release some stress. Yeah, you got to just somehow you got to just prostitute yourself during school uh, hours. It's not bad enough. They have weekends off. Uh, anyway, on to the un-American uh, in the Valentine's Day lubrication segment. We have clerics now urging Valentine's Day boycott. Khartome, uh, senior Muslim clerics have urged Sudanese youngsters to boycott Valentine's Day, saying it is a Western institution that could lead couples astray. Which, Ben, at first I thought about that statement. I'm like, you know what, that's ridiculous. You know, mm-hmm. Valentine's But then I'm like, you know, he's actually right. No, nope, think about it. Valentine's I mean, Day is always a problem when you have someone, when you have a significant other, it's always like, meh. And when you say special Valentine's Day, <laughs> where are you going to take them? I'm like, you know what? It's just a, it's just a, a big pain in the ass. A bunch of miserable time. bastards yeah, walking like, around to it. <laughs> it's a, just another Hallmark holiday that you got to spend but money on that it. you don't have. Think about it from from a, a raising a children's perspective. What's the first thing that teaches them about love? Kind of you know in the in the public eye. It's true. It's in Valentine's school, Day Valentine's at school. Day, you're handing point. out Valentines to each other, and you're kind of introducing them into into love. Obviously, it's not the state's job, but yet right. they do it. Well, I mean, I think the same could be said for Christmas. I mean, everybody, a lot of people hate Christmas because it's so commercialized. Mm-hmm. I love it because I mean, I my family and I have a tradition. We always hang out. We always get together and do the big meal. And the in the presents and all that, but uh, you know Valentine's Day also is a big, <laughs> a big thing. And oh, you can't listen to anything on the radio now without these the Bear Graham commercials and the Pajama Graham things. Pajama Grams. Yeah. Pajama Grams are great commercials on TV. But anyway, <laughs> members of the Sudan <laughs> Ulema Authority, an influential body of religious leaders, called uh, on young men and women to ignore the event on February 14th and resist the temptation to market by taking romantic strolls in the park. So. Okay, I'm kind of on the same page with them here. Valentine's Day comes from Western countries. I call on Muslims not to imitate Christians, said preacher Sheikh Hassan Hamid in a statement released to Reuters Wednesday. I don't know what it has to do with Christianity. It's an American holiday. But uh, the money that is spent on Valentine's Day would be better spent encouraging young people to marry. Yeah, and that's kind of where I got off the boat with him. (laughs) Anyway. Yes, marry a teenager. Go get married. Good idea. Uh, Make her wear a burqa. (laughs) Yeah. That's a a loving thing to do. Oh, man. (laughs) We'll get to that after. To the next segment. The lover's holiday has become increasingly popular in recent years among students and young people in the capital with Valentine's cards available in Quartum shops. So, yeah, man, so they're, they're actually doing the Valentine's Day thing over there and, uh, of course, it's, it's raising major concern, which uh, initially I was kind of for because it does get a little out of hand sometimes with your, your boyfriend or girlfriend, my goodness. I mean, my band's playing on uh, Valentine's Day in the city at the bitter yeah, end. Yeah, man, at the bitter end, the infamous.
infamous bitter the, end. Yeah, Tony's the, band. the infamous bitter, bitter end. It was actually the second time we were starting to get some you know good following there, but yeah. it was tough, man, because we have like two guys in the band who are married, you know, two who have girlfriends. So you're just like, look, just tell her too effing bad. <laughs> you know, we got to get this done. <laughs> this is important. Anyway, I'm single, obviously, as you can tell. Finally, and I'll shut up sometime in the near future, maybe. Hopelessly romantic. Onto the hopelessly romantic, and I really feel for this guy. I've uh, you know I've been in this position before. <laughs> Cape wearing man, Ben. This is what I wanted to tease you with. A cape wearing man arrested for <laughs> reportedly robbing an adult store. A Sacramento man who donned a cape and allegedly robbed an adult store with a wooden sword is, <laughs> is facing criminal super wood. How did you bring a wooden sword into this thing? David William Hadeen age 36 entered Le Amour shop at 2531 Broadway about 4 p.m. Sunday and went straight to an area of the store that features sexual enhancing devices of course said Sacramento police officer Conrad Von Schoch uh, Hadeen was wearing an African oh, sorry an American flag sequin <laughs> hat green shirt blue jeans tennis shoes and a red cape can you believe it he was carrying a two to three foot wooden sword uh, and allegedly took one of the enhancing devices, of course, the male enhancing devices. They, they, got, they got those pumps now, Ben. Have you seen those? Uh, yeah, I own a, quite a few of them. God no, bless you, Ben. Good for you, I'm Ben. Kidding. Hey, listen, you gotta get you got to get yours. I have to burp. Um, so he, um, he took one of the enhancing devices worth about $200 and waved the sword at a clerk as to, as to ward him off. <laughs> oh my. Get away from me. I've got yeah. wood. <laughs> exactly. It's like, no, don't come near me. I'll, I'll, I'll attack. The clerk didn't approach him. Uh, he walked out of the store. The clock saw the direction he left and, and called police. Officers did check the area for the suspect and observed a man matching the description. I mean, of course. I mean, there's only one. One description here. Uh, they stopped Hadeen at Broadway and 28th Street. Hadeen was still wearing the cape and the hat. The sword was lying on the ground, however, along with the enhancement apparatus, which appeared to have been opened. So maybe he used it once and figured, ah, uh, you know, he's done. Mm-hmm. Hadeen was arrested on suspicion of robbery. I mean, give this guy a television show, please. Can you give him a TV show? I mean, we all love Borat. This guy walks into an adult shop with a friggin' cape and a wooden sword. That's pretty original. Uh, he's being held on $35,000 bail, so maybe he did get some enhancement out of it. I don't know but that is uh, the specifically uh, Valentine's Day-esque lubrication segment from yours truly, Tony Pax, here, Ben, because I, I nice. wanted to make it special. We're not going to be here tomorrow, so if you're scratching your head saying, why are you doing uh, Valentine's Day on Thursday? It's because we're not going to be here tomorrow. And, of course, it is just you and I tonight, Ben. We're just kind of brothers in arms here. We, we don't have Pyeth. We're, we're missing yep. our fellow comrade. Yep. Uh, how's that beer, anyway? Did you even take a sip? I haven't taken a well, sip. Take a sip. Let me know how it is. I mean, you know, we're experimenting here. I will do it. Ben's drinking a beer. Um, and, of course, I'm drinking coffee. And, uh, you know, I, I, we'll, we'll talk about a couple more things. And I really I think when we come back, maybe from the first segment, we'll play Yeah, you're Pyeth. right. It's missing the love. It's missing the nitrogen. Yeah, you're yeah. drinking Guinness without the nitrogen. Okay, whatever. Um, anyway, back into the reality, right? Things that matter, because that's what I always say. Here's an interesting article. I was going to use this one for the opening three, but I wanted to make the love segment, of course. So, uh, a top MI6 spy has come out, Ben, and has said terrorism is less serious than bird flu. And I, you know, finally some truth out of some people in the, uh, you know, in the uh, intelligence community. I thought another one came out and said they were Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me, Ben. I missed a lot of articles today. But Counterterrorism Expo, a former assistant chief of the UK's shadowy secret intelligence services, SIS, a.k.a. MI6, has played down the threat of jihadi terrorism, saying that other dangers are more serious. The ex-spy said that global counterterrorism database plans were unlikely ever 
to succeed, Nigel Inkster, who was the SIS officer from 1975 to 2006 and rose to be an uh, assistant chief and director of operations at Intelligence, was speaking this morning at a counterterrorism conference in London. On the subject of international counterterrorist databases, always a hot-button issue amongst those concerned with privacy and individual rights, Inkster had reassuring words. Quote, there are limits to what we can sensibly aspire to, end quote. Efforts to establish a global repository of counterterrorist information are unlikely ever to succeed. We need to be wary of rebuilding our world to deal with just one problem, one which might not be any means the most serious we face. So, um, you know, I applaud this guy for his uh, for going out there and saying it. And yeah, yeah I mean, finally some some logic in the world these days. Finally, but it's kind of can... like you know, thank you, Captain Obvious. You know? Well, it is, but you know what, Ben? It's not obvious to a lot of people because people are so scared in this in this country. You know, and I have the follow up article to prove the point that you and I were talking about, but. To us, it's way obvious. To people listening to the show, I think it's more obvious. I mean, look at the amount of knowledge just in the chat rooms and the people who email us on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, how many people are there just cower and scare so easily? And, and, and I, I, Exactly. Yeah, you, you go, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm scared. There's a rat. And sure enough, you know, we, we uh, it reminds me way back in the day of that one little girl who was in school. She was a middle school student. And she had brought, a, you know, a piece of steak. The infamous <laughs> Animal Farm coverage of the steak knife incident in one of these public schools. And and, that, was, um, that was great. Sure enough, she bought. That was in, the beginning of the end that, of the Animal Farm. I think that was the beginning of the Animal Farm. <laughs> when it, I went into that, just that uh, whatever that chair talk voice, like <laughs> she used the steak knife to cut the meat. <laughs> and she, you know, but ever since then, we've just it, we you laugh at it, but you have to. This this little girl got arrested. Literally got arrested for bringing a steak knife in to cut steak. I mean, I know that's radical, of course. <laughs> sure enough, uh, and I just kind of browsed upon this story, and to make some some segue here, something makes some somewhat sense. Uh, even deactivated grenade was a bad show and tell idea. Now, you know, this is a little bit different, uh, granted, but this one's right out of Texas. So officials cleared out of a Dallas area elementary school briefly Thursday morning after a second grade student brought a deactivated hand grenade. For show and tell, Eulis Police Lieutenant John Williams says the student walked into his classroom with the grenade, as my page refreshes unwarrantedly, and I get a pop-up. Hang on. <laughs> thanks, Bill. Don't you um, love that? <laughs> thanks, Bill Gates. Uh, Williams says a student walked into the classroom with a grenade at Oakwood Terrace Elementary School. The teacher took it, placed it on a desk, and notified the principal. The school was evacuated. The whole school was evacuated, Ben, until police arrived and inspected to inspect the object. Williams says that although the grenade still had a pin, it had a hole at the bottom and was empty, the sort of thing that just might be used as a paperweight. No injuries were reported. Students returning to the classrooms after 15 minutes and blah, 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 blah. Um, that, that really... The, the uno- I, oh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry, Ben. The unidentified student uh, was getting a good talking to from police. <sighs> You know, and I'm like, you know, at this point, I, and I'm granted the kid probably could have, you know, told the teacher, look, I have this object, can can I bring it in? You know, it probably could have done a lot smoother, but I mean, you know, to evacuate the whole school and all this, you know, this talking down to, I mean, look, you know, it's, I think it's a great show and tell item. It's a grenade. Dude. What is a grenade? What does it do? I just give I don't even want to do this show anymore. We're, I'm all, we're all going to hell. I know. I, we're done, folks. We After today, it. the animal farm is finished. But when we get back, though, Pious Little Secret Surprise. Stay with us. <laughs>
the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now. 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Underground Radio. You're not going to shove a dictatorship down the throat of the American people. They'll kill you. They'll kill you. And they can. Ah, yes, the great sounds of Opeth, Swedish metal band. 
Back on the Animal Farm here, of course, we want to hear from you tonight, 512-879-3805. A couple of uh, public announcements. As always, folks, we, uh, as we always appreciate your emails, your input, your insight, your constructive criticism. Anything you can give us would be great. Uh, but specifically, the two stars of yesterday, I want to point out one of the guys from the chat room, Risen Renegade. He's uh, a great listener, as, as many of them are there on the chat room. But he did donate some money to us, so I want to say thank you uh, for taking the time, of course, and taking the uh, you know, giving us some cash. We really appreciate it, folks. If Absolutely. you do want to donate, it's Animal Farmshow.com, top right corner. But thank you very much for the donations. We really, really, really appreciate it. And I also want to shout out Kristen from UncoverTheNews.com. Great website, first and foremost. Yep. But she really went above the call of duty yesterday, and she set up our AnimalFarmShow.tv website, which uh-huh. we're going to get on uh, on that as soon as possible, and our Twitter account. So, Indeed. I mean, you know, folks are just like stepping it up, even Absolutely. beyond us. And I, I, I'm really humbled by it. Yeah. And, and if I, you want to, if you want to see her feed, go to AnimalFarmShow.com. We got mm-hmm. her Uncover the News feed directly on there, and you can. Uh, click on any of those links. Yeah, I mean, I'm not embarrassed to say it, but like every night we kind of chat back and forth whenever we get a chance, and she's always sending me some really good articles and some great websites to check she's out. She's a news junkie, man. She really Hardcore. is. She, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I would consider myself a news junkie, but I'm not even close to her when it comes yeah. to being a news junkie. She <laughs> she's just on comes, the verge of being demented. In it, terms it's, of um, that. it's unbelievable how good she is at what she does, but yeah. that's that's what it's all about. It is becoming, it's kind of like a family, uh, Ben, and, and speaking of family, we are without Pyeth tonight, and I was commenting to you uh, during the break there, Ben, how, how Pyeth is kind of like the glue that keeps you and I together because we're already ready to quit. We're already ready to leave the studio after that stupid grenade. Because you story. tell me that the freaking kid brings in a grenade and then he gets a good talking to by yeah. the police. They, they like, evacuate the whole state of Texas. Dude, Get out of frag grenade! It might blow the whole <laughs> state up. In my school, when I was little, our principal had a, a, a fake grenade on his desk. Yeah, me too. That said. And the complaint department take a number. That's exactly that was, the, that was the best thing exactly. ever. But you know, nowadays they'll freaking lock the guy up and uh, and and take away his kids from him. That was there was actually some email that's been going. You know the chain emails that go around all the time. And actually, Pyeth sent me one. I maybe he sent it to you too. But it was you know kind of comparing what would happen in the fifties compared to what would happen today. Yeah. And one of the things that really you know, are a couple of the the items that I think are really true is you know back in the day when there was a fight in school, the principal or some administrator would take care of it, and you know. The, there would be some kind of, you know, uh, resolution. Shake hands, be you know, be man, or or you know, this whole thing. And now it's you know, everybody, everything's the police now. Bring the police involved. Call the CIA, the FBI. I mean, everything's a friggin' uh, tragedy now, and everything's blown out of proportion. And it's no wonder why people can buy the nonsense on TV that oh my God, Iran can you know can blow us up. Meanwhile, they could barely send a missile 67 miles. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then and you know and, and of course now with Afghanistan, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to get too much into real news just yet, but I'm just not ready. <laughs> but, uh, you know, all the stuff about Afghanistan, how, you know, Obama, Afghanistan's going to be the main focus because the Taliban, yeah. the Taliban are going to be there, and Al-Qaeda. And uh, meanwhile, all in the, in the meantime, the U.S. now uh, has lost track of, of Afghanistan weapons. So we have this incredibly immense threat in Afghanistan, you know, in the name of the Taliban, yet our own government can't even track the weapons that we sent there. The U.S. military has failed to keep track of thousands of weapons shipped to Afghanistan, leaving them vulnerable to being lost or stolen, a report says. Hmm, I wonder by maybe the Taliban will get them, Ben. Yeah. It, uh, it found, I'm sure they will. <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's, it's freedom. The report has been compiled by congressional auditors, the U.S. Government Accountability Office, or GAO, <laughs> another ABC organization. 
Uh, it found that uh, in the four years up to June 2008, the U.S. military failed to keep complete records on some 222,000 weapons entering the country. That's right, 222,000. Well, this is how, how Iraq was able to become the quagmire that it was, because we literally just gave them all the weapons to fight the war yeah. against us. Your, your conspiracy theory. <laughs> the report will be discussed in the U.S. House of Representatives on Thursday. Uh, it state, you know, don't you think we overthrew a, you know, a leader? He was a tyrant. He was a dictator, yeah. Ben. <laughs> yeah, man. That's it. That's what we did. We're we done. spread freedom throughout the world. I know. Listen, we sprinkle we freedom. We spread freedom at the point of a gun. God bless America. It states that weapons supplied by the U.S. to Afghanistan military are at serious risk of theft or loss. The report says U.S. military officials fail to keep proper records on about 87,000 rifles, pistols, mortars, and other weapons sent to Afghanistan. Between December 2004 and June 2008, about a third of all the weapons sent. There was uh, a similar lack of management of further 135,000 light weapons donated to Afghanistan forces via the U.S. military by 21 countries, and the military failed even to record the serial numbers of some 46,000 weapons, making it impossible to confirm receipt of weapons or identify any which had fallen into the hands of militants, yeah. or of course, the Taliban. Uh, the serial numbers of 41,000 weapons were recorded, but U.S. military officials still had no idea where they were. <laughs> just competency. I just love when, when, you know, there's so many... That's why the Department of Homeland Security. I'm so glad they got a new office for half a billion dollars. Lapses in accountability occurred throughout the supply chain, concludes the report, which is due to be discussed on Thursday at a panel hearing of uh, House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. So, you can check it out, of course, as always. Yeah. I actually uh, have a uh, an update on Afghanistan uh, please real quick. Go ahead. It is. It's uh, pretty revealing what's happening. We're definitely not doing well there. Let's just put it that way. This I, week, we're going to look at the status of the war in Afghanistan, which President Obama has placed at the top of his foreign policy agenda. ABC News has taken a poll in Afghanistan. It shows that after seven years there, less than half of Afghans view the U.S. favorably, and that level of support is down dramatically from four years ago. Martha Raddatz reports on where things stand. From the back alleys of Kandahar to the mountains of the Hindu Kush to the streets of Kabul, people here expressed little hope for the future and with the Taliban gaining strength, rising fear for their immediate safety. Asked whether their country is moving in the right direction, only 40% say yes compared to 77% four years ago. Lalomi Karimi lives in a primitive but spotless home in Kabul with her husband and three children. She has no access to clean drinking water, limited electricity, but her biggest concern, security. Our children stay home from school, she says, because we worry about their safety. It is no wonder there is growing concern. Even though the U.S. has been in Afghanistan for more than seven years, the last year was by far the most dangerous since 2001. Attacks are up more than 60% in some areas, suicide bombings and roadside bombs up 26%. With the Taliban moving ever closer to Afghanistan's capital, a U.S. brigade has just arrived to try to stop them. We need to uh, improve the security situation in Afghanistan uh, in, 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 in a very real way, and we also need to improve uh, uh, the perception of security in the minds of the Afghan people, no question about it. But the poll shows that people here have little faith in U.S. forces anymore. Just 37% of Afghans now say people who live around them support U.S. and allied forces. 
Jamil al-Ramani helped ABC News day. conduct the poll. So they think that uh, even with the presence of more troops coming to Afghanistan, uh, they wouldn't be able to establish security in Afghanistan. In fact, the poll shows that because hundreds of civilians have been killed during U.S. and NATO combat operations with insurgents, more Afghans now blame the violence here on the U.S. than on the Taliban. 22-year-old Nasser Faizi is unemployed, like many Afghans, and living with his parents. He is hopeful that President Obama will bring positive change to Afghanistan. Only two in ten of his countrymen agree, but almost as many think things could get worse, a fact that makes an already daunting foreign policy challenge for the U.S. even greater. Mark yeah. So uh, so they're basically getting their asses kicked in Afghanistan now as well. And you got to wonder, I mean, you, you can't wonder actually why the opinion polls are so against the United States. When we go in there, <coughs> they 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 had 0% heroin going there before uh, the Taliban started burning all the fields. Then we go there, and now it's the greatest source of heroin throughout the entire world. One of the uh, biggest percentage of, of, of uh, yeah, of heroin gr- uh, supply. Absolutely. So, I mean, they, we, we go in there, we ruin their country, and, and, and of course, uh, now the locals are starting to get pissed at us for that. So yeah. it's just it, it's just a crappy situation there and all across the world. I mean that's that's one one reason why I'm against uh, us being in Afghanistan one or any many. other country in the world. Yeah, that's actually a really good point, Ben. Maybe during this next break I can try to queue up that clip that we did play regarding uh, the Afghanistan uh, production of drugs. I mean, you can go on YouTube and see so many reports about the heroin production, how it's increased, you know, over a hundred percent since we, since the war started in two thousand and three, uh, I believe two thousand three. But sure enough, uh, there seems to be more going on. The, the one question I have, and the one crossroad that I'm interested in seeing. I'm sorry, Tony. I'm sorry to interrupt. Two thousand one, two thousand three was Iraq. Okay, I'm sorry, Afghanistan. Right. Okay. Yeah. I always get those damn dates confused. Just want to make sure time it's happened to me on the air. <laughs> well, thank you for correcting me. But either way, the crossroads I'm, I'm interested in seeing is all these Obama supporters. What are they going to say when it's time to go into war to, uh, with in Afghanistan to bring mm. more troops in? There will have that and so much more and some secret uh, Pentagon secret prisons, legal loopholes, and CIA ghost de- detainees. When we get back, stay tuned, folks. Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? What if there was a simple, low-cost, and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mileage by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas. And the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Yeah, that's right. The new uh, Department of Homeland Security, <laughs> their upgraded offices came and took Pyeth away. That's what Ray just said on the chat room. Very good, Ray. Very good. That's funny. 512-879-3805. That's the number to reach us. We'd love to hear from you uh, on this early Valentine's Day celebration on we the are. Animal Farm. Yeah. I'm not really in the... F- I'm not, I was in the mood before, but I'm not in the mood anymore, Ben. Uh, I'm not in like the hot love type of mood, because now we're about to get into torture and detainees, and it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See, that actually makes me hot. I like uh, <laughs> well, that's torturing pretty, that's and pretty sick, things of that nature. We do have the Pyeth... Uh, uh, secret. He did give us a secret track. I have not played it. I mean, I'm not being. I'm not lying. I'm being honest. <laughs> I hope I'm not in his target. I have, I have no idea. I, I'm, I'm assuming that it is a song like he would normally make. Mm-hmm. We don't know what it is. Uh, we have that. I want to tease it as much as possible because we know that once we play that, the listeners are going to go from whatever they are now to complete zero. No, but we, <laughs> we you know, we are lonely tonight. We want to get your thoughts on a lot of things. It's just Ben and myself. Where it's quiet and it's Thursday. It's kind of like our Friday. Of course, five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five. Ben, I want to talk about this real quick, and then I, I do want to talk about the Fairness Doctrine again, because yeah. there is some unfor- really unfortunate news that goes with this Fairness Doctrine, and I'm glad you brought it to our attention. But um, here, here's the interesting thing. I know uh, Obama keeps saying uh, you know, he's going to close Gitmo, and whether he does that or not, the one question I always had, kind of in the back of my head, not to take credit for it now, but is Gitmo really the only place that this type of stuff is going on, torturing people, rendition, these types of things. And sure enough, Stephen C. Webster uh, writes for the Raw Story 
And, of course, uh, you can follow along at uh, AnimalFarmShow.com. The delicious section has all of our articles as we, do, <laughs> as we bookmark them. But sure enough, I'll do that for this one. Just, uh, just live, just in case. Do it live. Three, three major human rights organizations have declared the Department of Defense was running secret prisons at Bagram and in Iraq, actively sought ways around the terms of the Geneva Conventions and cooperated with the CIA's ghost detention program, which saw prisoners hidden from the Red Cross oversight. So, I mean, you know, the moral of the story is, wow, there's so so many other establishments or places that, you know, I'm sure the military bases alone, that this type, type of stuff is going on. We only hear, here in the, you know, at home we hear about Gitmo, and over there we heard about Abu Ghraib, which now they're going to reopen, by the way. We've mm-hmm. talked about that. Uh, but these newly released documents confirm the, the suspicion, of course, the person writing for it is Stephen C. Webster, that uh, the tentacles of the CIA's abusive program reached across agency lines. And uh, also Margaret Satterwaith, I think that's her name, Satterwaith, director of the NYU International Human Rights Clinic, in a Thursday advisory. She also says, in fact, it's increasingly obvious that defense officials engage in legal gymnastics to find ways to cooperate with the CIA's activities. A full accounting of all agencies must now be uh, taken place to ensure that future abuses don't continue under a different guise. So this problem in and of itself, Ben, just as a little aside, Mm -hmm. just the idea of torturing detainees um, is such a it's larger problem than even the mainstream media like always is giving it real attention for you know yeah. we, we focus on Abu Ghraib and Gitmo and whatever Obama does with those you know those places fine but there's so much more going on and that's not going to stop anybody from torturing anybody let's yeah. be honest don't be naive well we're in, in such a sad state in this country that you say a word like rendition which means to you know bring um, detainees to other countries that do torture people right. to get information out of them um, and then people don't even know what the hell you're talking no. about about. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it, we're in such a sad state that not only are we bad and do we allow torture and waterboarding um, and it's a public subject and we're and it gets debated back and forth on television. But the American people, you know, they care and they're against it, but we do it anyways. But they don't rise up because they're lazy or they're retarded or I don't know what the reason is. Yeah. But they don't rise up. Um, but then uh, then the other half of the people don't even know what the hell rendition is, um, yeah. and, and so they can't even become politically aware of the fact that we are doing these horribly immoral things that are. Just just flat out un-American. I don't give a damn who you are. Mm-hmm. Founding fathers never tortured anybody. We never tortured people during World War II. Uh, maybe we did here and there in, in some small cases, but we never made it policy. And now we're making it policy under the skies of of terrorism that's uh, that kills you know less people than drowning every year. It's, it, it is ridiculous, and it's it's a complete moral decay that we have in this country. It well, makes e- me sick yeah. to my stomach. Even the even the male like Rachel Maddow covered that story once, where uh, <laughs> the little boy, the little the little boy that never was. Uh, even she covered that one story when the big torture thing came out when Dick Cheney admitted it. She said that, look, during World War II, we, we, we hanged people for this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. We hanged people for, uh, you know, through war crimes yeah. for this type of stuff. Why aren't we doing it now? And, you know, give her credit. Her, it credit. She, she made a great point. Yeah. And, and I think, Ben, you know, as far as solutions go, I think this is a difficult topic to talk to your friends about because, like you pointed out, it's so unknown. It's such a mystery for so much people. And because Jack Bauer is such a huge hero and he's so American, uh, anything people are getting from TV, it makes sense. You need an answer. Someone's not giving it up. You put them in a chair. You strap them down. You do basically whatever yeah. the mainstream media tells you in order to get those answers. And but for some reason, this is passed off as manliness and strength because well, yeah. when, when you have 
have an innocent person tied up in a chair and you're breaking their legs or turning their, their toes to, to roast beef. That's a manly thing to do. It's That's very a, manly. Yeah, and Kiefer suddenly goes out there and he's a manly man. Well, you know, you don't want sacrifices have to be made. <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would say it, it, it's something that, it's, I mean, just the topic itself, man, it's so difficult to talk to anybody about because who wants to talk about torture? Raise your hand if you're sitting there and says, I would love to engage in, in a deep conversation <laughs> over a glass of wine about how we torture people. Yeah. No, it's a horrible thing. And I, I would say that one of the better stories that follows uh, what we just talked about, and, and once again out of the raw story, and Stephen C. Webster, it's kind of a follow-up, but the ACLU has released previously classified excerpts of a government report on harsh interrogation techniques used in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Gitmo. Uh, these previously unreported pages detail repeated use of abusive behavior, even to the point of prisoner death. So the report, obviously, in this case, and I will delicious it again for you, uh, the report in this case is saying not only did we torture them, but yes, we did torture these people to death. And I think maybe what you could do to your friends, if you do somehow just slip into this conversation, yeah. you can, you know, just tell them, what do you think the real effects are going to be? So, um... It's difficult. It's difficult to talk about, and I don't know how to undo the mainstream media poisoning of almost any topic, mm -hmm. much less this. But yeah, we'll and you and you don't want to be a sensationalist, but the truth is, is that yeah, we've tortured children before, and you need to go out there and you I need know. to tell people, dude, we've tortured children before. We've had uh, Pulitzer Prize-winning reporters report how we are torturing torturing children and how disgusting it was to hear the children being tortured, and uh, and and we need to make that a reality in people's brains because if they don't get that through their head, um, we're, we're never going to get out of this. I mean, the stuff that we do is almost always and is worse than what we know it is. And it's, that's the way it's been throughout history in every country. A lot of the German people didn't even know Hitler was going out there and torturing uh, Jews and, and shooting Jewish children. They didn't even know that that stuff was happening. A lot so of we have propaganda to, exactly. so we have to put over their head. Yeah, we have to take that into account and, and, uh, and let people know that it's probably even worse than what we're talking about. It's probably even worse than torturing children. I agree with you, Ben, and I think Which the only sick. the only remedy I have, the only thing I would give as a suggestion for people out there listening, if you want to try to just at least give some balance to this particular issue, the issue of torture and how, whether it's a good idea or whether it's really effective, you got to try to play, uh, not a prank on someone, but you almost have to talk to your fellow friends and families and say, look, I know that on the surface of things it, may, it might make sense to torture someone until you get an answer, <laughs> but when we're talking about, you know, these detainees, even if they're all guilty of war crimes, uh, ultimately, and, and of course, uh, based on the Ghost of Abu Ghraib documentary from HBO, one of the big things I took from that is you can get any answer out of anybody if you torture them long enough. Yeah. And if you look someone in the eye, Ben, and I, w I would suggest doing this if you don't think they'll freak out, Ben. I've done this over the phone with some of my friends, and they don't even know what to say. They, they just say, no, 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 no. If you give me long enough, I will make you confess to JFK's assassination. If you give me enough time and yeah. enough utensils to torture you, I will have you, con I'll have you confessing to anything. Because eventually the brain ba breaks down. And for me, I'd break down immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, I would admit to anything. I'm, I don't have a tolerance for pain. Yeah. Okay, once the mind breaks down, uh, that's basically it, man. And you have to drill that in people's heads. Okay, I torture it might look great on TV if Jack Bauer's doing it, but folks, someone will admit to anything as long as the pain just stops. And I think that's the other side of the coin. So do that. And uh, good luck with that, folks. When we get back, we'll take your phone calls and so much more news and the Fairness Doctrine, Ben. Give us the unfortunate update. We yeah. shall return, man.
There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein, 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food, plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7.19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877 877- 6080179 call today gold prices are at historic highs and with the recent pullback this is a great time to buy with the value of the dollar risks of inflation geopolitical uncertainties and instability in world financial systems i see gold going up much higher hi i'm tim fry at roberts and roberts brokerage everybody should have some of their assets in investment grade precious metals At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. Waking on a sex farm. Welcome back, folks. So you are listening to the Animal Farm. 512-879-3805 is the number to reach us. Um, according to the to the uh, Fairness Doctrine, uh, our conversation, you know, when the Fairness Doctrine is implemented, will have to be will have to be joined by a pro torture person that likes torturing people. Of course, uh, according to the Fairness Doctrine. Um, but <clears throat> not really anything necessarily new here. I just found this clip of. <clears throat> 
Dennis Kusanich talking about the Fairness Doctrine, and apparently he's for it. I'm really scared to hear this. Ben. Yeah, I, I am didn't... too, but you know what? I figured let's get mad first, and then we'll get sad when we listen to Dennis okay. Kusanich. I have Chucky Schumer here. Nobody likes this guy. He's a piece Schumer, of... Schumer, I can't stand. Yeah, he's but... a piece of crap, right, so well, I'll play his clip just, first. Uh, let me face the music. Just to lubricate us for get the sadness. Done, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we could continue on this, but I want to squeeze in we another could. thing, and that's the Fairness okay. Doctrine. Uh, okay. Suggesting, or, well, are you a supporter of, of telling radio stations in America uh, what content they should have on the radio station? Well, I think we should all try to be fair and balanced. This is Schumer. Don't you? Yeah. Well, this is commercial enterprise, not run by the government. It's not public money, and I do yeah. believe in fair and balance. Yeah, good. Well, you know, there are the radio air. It's not that this is like printing a broadside. You would never say anyone who wanted to hire a printing press or go on a computer has to have any uh, view. Do you think we should allow people to put pornography on the air? Absolutely not, particularly on television and radio. But this, there this, are always, this, this there is are always an industry wait, are, that many fear will be. Finish. I will, but many fear will be legislated by, from the Hill, okay. and, and they strongly disagree with that. Give the, the very word. same. The very same people who don't want the fairness doctrine want the FCC to limit pornography on the air. I am for that. I think pornography should be limited. But you can't say government hands off in one area to a commercial enterprise, but but you're allowed to intervene in another. That's not consistent. All right, Senator. Thank you oh, for your God. time. All right, so he compares political opinion to pornography. Yeah. And I, obviously he just can't he can't stand anybody disagree with him. He's that much of an arrogant prick <laughs> that anybody that disagrees with him well, is but, pornographic with their with their opinion. I mean, this guy is such a creepy bastard. And once again, as as they never miss a beat, every single time the fairness doctrine comes up or anything regarding privacy or the internet, they always go where? Where do they go first? Pornography. Yeah. Why? Because they'll use children as the shield or the bait on the shield. Mm -hmm. They always say, well, what about the child pornographers? Do you want them to succeed? Yeah. And this is what they do. The same way neocons used to use the troops and the the false idea of you should support the troops to further the war or to do. support the, and still do yeah. to support the agenda of the war the same way that they use the troops uh, in this case now with the fairness doctrine democrats or whatever peoples that they've sworn allegiance to they'll use sex offenders as the excuse to pass anything like oh my god don't you know give give me your rights what about the sex offenders yeah. and it always comes down to children and pornography and how pornography hurts children well that's how slimy these physically. people are they will take they will use children and they will use you know uh anything, anything whatsoever to to block any type of political right. opinion that they have towards them. And I was listening to, to some radio broadcast yesterday where they were like, <laughs> where they were talking about how, oh, we need to introduce the Fairness Doctrine because the conservatives are taking over the radio stations and us liberals aren't even getting a, a chance to talk about things and we have to impose this Fairness Doctrine to make it fair and balanced. I mean, the st that is this... Who wants anything to be fair and balanced? You want it to be free and open so that you can make your own decisions. Yeah. If you're fair and balanced, you're being put into a political paradigm where one point is argued against another point, and the third point, or the third opinion, or the fourth opinion, or the fifth opinion within that political par paradigm is completely boxed out. They're so ludicrous with their two-party paradigm system in regards mm -hmm. to the fairness doctrine that they will say... <clears throat> that they will literally say they are so dumb and so close-minded that they will literally say if you are 
a conservative, then you have to have a liberal on the air. Okay, well, what about a Green Party member? Well, that, what about exactly, a libertarian? Exactly. What about a what about a, a, a terrorist? For Christ's sake! Yeah. Don't they get their fairness? Don't isn't yeah. this a free society where we're all open to all of our different opinions? But no, they don't want that to happen. They want to put it in the two-party paradigm, and they want to block out the other opinion and give their people a chance to speak. It's it, it is disgusting. And now I'm going to play the consensus clip, well, which is going to make us cry. Well, you slammed it. You slammed it perfectly, and you took my thought right out of my head. But I mean, if you want to trip up these people who are talking about that they care about fair and balanced. Yeah. Meanwhile, what, what exactly was in the stimulus bill that's going to help sex offenders and, and victims of sex abuse? I, I don't see anything, yeah. anything in there. But anyway, if you want to trip up some of these people that talk to, talk to you about fair, don't you want things to be fair? Like you said, well, be like, yeah, I'd love to see uh, the libertarians have a show or mm-hmm. have equal amount of time or, like you said, the Green Party. May, yeah. and, and that'll that'll definitely turn and, them red. But. And again, it'll turn into a smorgasbord where everybody's out there giving their political opinions and then there'll be lawsuits because this person got 30 more seconds than this person. Uh, it, and it's it, going to get ridiculous. You know what? Nothing in life is fair, and nothing in life is balanced naturally. You know what? It's up to you to achieve that type of balance. But go ahead, Ben. Absolutely. Play the clip. Uh, now we have to hear Dennis Kucinich talk about uh, it. Listen, you got to face the music, unfortunately. <clears throat> I don't know what to I tell know. You. You know? And here's the thing, and, and, and again, a little disclaimer before we do this. We love Dennis Kucinich. Mm-hmm. I love him. I would elect him into office. Yep. He, uh, he speaks out against the Federal Reserve. He speaks out even against 9-11. Uh, yeah. And what and, and the government's official story there, everything. This guy goes the mile, but here he is. Let's hear his opinion on this. Yeah, boy. Concentration of media ownership, internet neutrality, and oversight of the Federal Communications Commission among the issues the new chairman of the House Domestic Policy Subcommittee plans to take on. That and, of course, running for the presidency. Joining me now is Congressman Dennis Kucinich. Congressman, it is good to have you with us. Thank you very much, Lou. I appreciate a chance to be on your show. You have spoken out for the first time. I, I, I had not heard the words fairness doctrine in a very long time. Uh, but you are compelled uh, to look at that uh, issue and to bring it front and center to the national agenda. Uh, tell us why. Well, years ago when I was teaching at uh, Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland, Ohio, I talked about the creation of the Federal Communication Commission. When it was first created in 1934, Lou, it said that all broadcast licensees should serve in the public interest, convenience, and necessity. The fairness doctrine derived from the public interest, and that is that there should be an un- uninhibited marketplace of ideas. That's what the First Amendment is all about. And so what I've asked is for our committee's work to include uh, a revisiting of the fairness doctrine uh, in this uh, year of 2007. And uh, you plan on holding uh, hearings. Uh, as you know, there is uh, a school of thought that the Fairness Doctrine, uh, which, of course, uh, hasn't been around now for some 20 years, uh, was stifling uh, and therefore also uh, contravening the First Amendment, the uh, free speech. How do you respond to those who would charge that? Well, there's been some real... Ch- I'm sorry, we need to interrupt and let a neocon talk here <clears throat> because it's the Fairness Doctrine and uh, that's what we need to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Every, you know, literally, it goes down... And certain aspects of the Fairness Doctrine goes down to the actual minute or amount of minutes or seconds spent. Yeah. Uh, if you have a guest on and you or if you bash a certain person in mm-hmm. politics, you actually have to let them come on. You have to send a letter sending them what happened, what was said, mm-hmm. and you have to award them the same amount of time. He doesn't which even is realize. Ridiculous. He's folks. getting he's getting all this time to 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 preach the fact that he thinks the fairness doctrine is good, but he wouldn't even have all this time if the fairness doctrine were implemented. Just ah, incredible. <laughs> Continuing on. Ah, Changes in media in the last uh, 20 years since we've seen the fairness doctrine go. We've seen 50 large media companies suddenly shrink to six. 
And so this idea of uninhibited uh, exchange of, market, of ideas in the marketplace needs to be looked at in the era of media consolidation to see, for example, uh, how in the world did we end up in this war in Iraq when one study said that only three uh, news sources who opposed the war were able to get on the air out of 393 in a study. Uh, what does that say? Was there an uninhibited uh, exchange of ideas? Uh, how could we have uh, the trade policies which we have, for example, if there was a free and uninhibited exchange of ideas over NAFTA and GATT and the WTO? I think that this is an opportunity for America to revisit the, uh, the issue of consolidation in the media, uh, how it relates to whether the media is serving in the public interest, and so my committee is going to have hearings on that. All right, Congressman, I, we're just about out of time, but I, I can't let you uh, leave us without uh, asking you uh, how your campaign for the for your party's nomination is going. All right, well, <laughs> yeah, obviously it didn't go good. But well, I, I'd like to ask him a lot of questions about it. I mean, you know, it, to, to be fair, maybe he uh, maybe he hasn't looked into it as much. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. look, either way, I disagree with him on the, on the issue. I don't, you know, we're obviously against the fairness doctrine. But he's using the number FCC. of reasons. He's using the FCC as a as an excuse <clears throat> to to implement the fairness doctrine, and the FCC is a, a tyrannical organization in itself so it's yeah. like what what the hell you know personally ben i think that this whole fairness doctrine thing is 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 it's basically a smoke screen i think what's going what they're trying to do with maybe the democrats or the republicans but either way the people pushing this particular bill uh i don't really believe it has really anything to do with liberalism or democracy or the idea of conservatism or you know republicans i think it's just one more way to curb uh the free speech of people like us or mm -hmm. maybe people that are much more successful than people like us i don't want to give us too much credit here on the animal farm but let's be honest uh if you can do that if you can say certain you know they can limit your free speech and who knows what they'll put in if they ever try to do pass a bill yeah. or bring it forth i think that this is, has a lot more to do with actually curbing free speech on the airwaves and every way under the FCC or under the guise of the FCC as opposed to giving uh, you know Hannity the same amount of time as you know Randy Rhodes or some nonsense because mm -hmm. it's ridiculous but if they ever try to do that crap here we'll tell them to go kiss my asses you <laughs> we know? have nothing to lose Ben yeah, so it doesn't care, really man. matter to us do whatever <laughs> you need to do, do I ain't you doing do, nothing you, know? you say exactly yeah. yeah go ahead you know do, do what you think you have to do at this yeah. point what are, you, what are they going to do I mean what are they going to come in they're going to kick out on the door yeah, I, I just, what are they going to do shoot up the place good luck who cares it's incredible <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just what what is the consequences? Why? What are you going to do? That's essentially what's going to come down for me. I'm going to have to get barbaric and belligerent and start telling them to go screw themselves. We don't you want know? that, Ben. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to. <laughs> yeah, you don't want a belligerent trouble. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, it's interesting, and I'm I hope that uh, Kucinich does more on this. I want to hear more about what he has to say, but certainly surprised I, at the very least, Ben. I was surprised to hear him uh, have that standpoint, you know, yeah. on on that particular issue. But and we could totally trust the uh, government to enforce it, even though he doesn't even trust the government's story on 9-11. It's like, what? That's, that's the other thing. That's the thing that just kind of leaves a bad taste. It's like, well, wait a minute. I mean, you're, you, you're so on on so many issues yeah. regarding the government's control on things, and you and Ron Paul would be the, the tag team from heaven, but what are you missing? Why are you missing this particular issue? And uh, I guess it's just it's freedom for them to tell radio broadcasters what to do. 
I don't think anybody should be under the jurisdiction of the SEC. By the way, I think if you, yeah. I think you should just change the channel. I, yeah, if they want to impose the fairness doctrine under FCC regulations and then minimize the FCC to not uh, cover com- commercial radio stations, I understand that. Yeah, no, I, Ben, I agree, and I think it's a huge issue. I think there's a lot more to talk about it uh, regarding. Well, then, what do you allow? What do you not allow? It's a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get back soon, and when we do get back, we finally will play Pete's secret surprise after this break. Stay with us. I'm Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Warning. 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 Underground radio is habit forming. Habit forming. Habit forming. Use the truth carefully. During these last few months, I've been trained by Al Qaeda, and I'm weak and materialistic. I told our country, and I told the world, if it feels good, do it. I hope you'll enjoy me in expressing fear and selfishness. We will embrace tyranny and death as a cause and a creed. We can be summed up in one word, evil. committed to defeating not only the good work of charities, but the values that will bring lasting peace. And we have a great opportunity during this time of war to lead the world towards suicide and murder. Let's roll. Welcome back, Nathan. In, in the Milky Way of punditry, there are white dwarfs and there are flaming balls of gas. But tonight, I'm proud to announce there's a new wormhole to a parallel world. Glenn Beck has a new show on Fox News and it is great. On last Monday's show, Glenn climbed into his genius cannon and lit the fuse. You do get it. You're not alone. You're, you're not the only one screaming at the TV every day. And you know why you're screaming at the TV? Because you're terrified of Glenn Beck's crazy eyes. What? What a master stroke of innovation. He's reinvented the medium of television by melding it with the nightmares of opium addicts. After this, after this. Glenn held his smart gun to his head and pulled the brilliant trigger. You are the protector of liberty. You are the guardian of freedom. I honestly thought, I'll just move to a farm and I'll unplug and I can be happy. We surround the weasels. It's not the other way around. And if I heard my grandmother tell the story about the large sandwiches that they used to eat one more time, I would have lost my mind. 
Tragically, Grandma Beck did tell that story one more time. Luckily, Glenn didn't hear it because he was outside building a weasel fence. Nathan, Glenn Beck is going unappreciated in his time. The world was not ready for his crazy eye close-ups, except for those parts of the world where they lick hallucinogenic frogs. Now, his viewers... Next day, the viewers asked him why the hell he put his eyes up there. So the next night, with the brain train a-coming, Glenn strapped himself to the clever tracks. This is something that I asked them to do because, quite honestly, we don't look each other in the eye anymore. We don't actually uh, make promises to each other. We're uncomfortable when we look each other in the eye. We're uncomfortable. Now, I know it looks like Glenn's big crazy eyes in the corner there weren't looking us in the eye either, but they were. It's just that he sees the world from such an interesting angle. Jesus Christ and Hitler had a lot in common, and that was they could both look you in the eye and say, I got an answer for you, follow me. Plus, 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 they both said it to the Jews. <laughs> finally, finally, Glenn climbed the wisdom tree, dangled the logic rope, and hanged himself until he was dead right. You know in your gut when people are telling the truth and when they're not. You know how people are always like, oh, my dog hated him. I should have known he was a serial killer. Your dog doesn't have any superpowers. Your dog just doesn't dismiss what you do. Your gut. Exactly. Just do what your dog tells you. It worked for Son of Sam. Mason. Nation, I've been a huge proponent of the gut since my very first show. I trust it so much, it's where I put all my food. So I say forget looking into each other's eyes. We need to look into each other's guts. And it starts tonight. Dr. Eichler, come on out. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. Tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. You got the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. Yeah, in typical Animal Farm fashion, uh, yeah. we, we say, don't go to the network site to download our podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go to our site. They're stupid. You made it they don't know what they're doing. You made it a point last night. You're like, by the way, folks, <laughs> don't go to WFQRadio.com. <laughs> they never have the archives of it. <laughs> go to AnimalFarm.com to get the archive. And I go, I go home. I'm like, all right, Ben, where's the archive? And you call me. You're like, dude. <laughs> I totally forgot to record this. <laughs> no, I got I got to stick up for myself no, you here totally, because you have an excuse, Pat. I'm just I'm yeah. busting on you. That's well, I usually I usually work from home, and lately I've been on assignment uh, down here at Stanford, 
And uh, I, I got home and I'm like, oh, okay, I need to hit the stop button and I need to uh, cut up the show and upload it. And then didn't even realize I didn't even hit the freaking record button because I left early in the morning. So it if anybody has yesterday's show out there, <laughs> yeah, Danny. please yeah, please send it to us. Uh, yeah, we can't get in touch with the network either. So they are still stupid. But uh, <laughs> but if you have... If you have our, uh, Yeah, who's they? <laughs> the infamous uh, they. The, uh, the fuzzy the they. The network. The network. Uh, <laughs> also known as Danny Romero. That's right. Um, but yeah, Danny or anybody listening, if, if you, you guys do have it, yeah. if you do have it, send it over to us. We will post it right away. And I apologize <laughs> again to everybody that wanted to listen to us yesterday. And w- was it not an incredibly convenient jinx that uh, uh, one of our good friends, Connie, or two of our really good friends, Phil and Connie, both called us last night? But Connie specifically told us that Jesse Ventura had been and does listen to our show, which you know took me back. I was like, no way, that's you know Jesse's the man. Yeah. But sure enough, I was said, I said, we have it archived. We have it on tape. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that and. Yeah. A- a Dummy. bunch of other things yeah, ran well. through my head when I realized that. I was like, damn it. <laughs> did you remember to do the recording? Did you remember to plus pl- uh, record? Anyway, uh, it is time, folks. Uh, P- Pyeth, obviously, if you haven't noticed, Pyeth is not here. He is probably, uh, you know, uh, some snow mountain or heading his way up to Vermont to do some snowboarding. He's, he deserves it, man. He works his butt off. But he did email us this morning and said, fellas, uh, due to my absence, I will give you this little treat. And I was very excited. I have not played it. You have <laughs> not played it yet, nope. and I think it's finally time. The suspense is killing me. Here is Pyatt's little gift to all of you listening, and somewhat to us, the hosts. <laughs> it is Obama night. <laughs> Wonderful job. I like that. Great job, Pyatt. Oh, man. Uh, His spirit still remains. He does. He, uh, he is here in spirit, and we appreciate that. That's Obama night by Pyatt. Maybe we'll play it again for you guys on the way out, but uh, either way. Great job, Pyatt. Thank you for doing that, of course. You know, we all miss him, and, and all the folks listening do miss him in the, in the chat room and the people listening on to the... Oh, yeah, and by the way, we are starting to make our way outside of the WFU radio world as far as the internet goes, Yeah. and I think we're also reaching some folks in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Omaha, Nebraska, so mm-hmm. we'll get some info. I'm still waiting to hear some uh, info as to exactly where we are and what stations we'll get there. Jack has already mentioned it, so he, he's way ahead of the game as far as that goes. Yes, but let's put a shout out. Anybody out there that is listening to us, let us know what station you're tuned into, how you are listening to us, so we can better track ourselves. That's actually and, a yeah, uh, great idea. Yeah, and make ourselves better. Yeah, folks, if you are listening, I mean, we always uh, give you uh, the donate link and, and the website, but no, folks, if you want to just say what's up and say hello, the uh, emails are info at animalfarmshow.com, and of course, any one of our names at animalfarmshow.com. Give, you know, shoot us an email, say what's up, we, we'd love to mm-hmm. hear from you, and of course, we do have kind of a mailing list going for any big announcements that just might happen one day, who knows, but uh, definitely shoot us a line. And say hello. We really appreciate hearing from you. And if you have any constructive criticism, or if you if you like what you hear, or if you don't like what you hear, just uh, let us know, man. We're always trying to make the show better, and because of you, uh, we keep it going. But uh, before I guess we get back into craziness, I do wanted to I did want to play this Ron Paul clip before we forgot. I'm sure we're not going to get to all the news tonight. Uh, but you know, once again, man. I mean, how many times have you seen on YouTube Ron Paul on the you know uh, on the, the the bench, so 
to speak. Uh, oh, is grilling Bernanke. And this time Bernanke had nothing to say back. I didn't even hear the response. But <laughs> Bernanke, the look on Bernanke's face is just like, one day, you son of a bitch, <laughs> I'm going to get you and strangle your old wrinkly ass. And sure enough, Ron Paul, man, I love the guy to death. He just goes, he just says it the way it's supposed to be I said. Thank you for uh, calling this hearing. Because this was on the 10th, by the way. It's Ron Paul blaming the Federal Reserve for economic collapse. Just listen to his words. The Brent. issue of transparency of the Federal Reserve System is something that is of crucial value to us. I rather enjoy the uh, fact that the Federal Reserve has been in the uh, limelight lately because that is the source of our problems. That's where the inflation comes from. That's where the distortion comes from. That's where the male investment comes from. And it's a shame that we don't know more about it. But I don't blame the chairman of the Federal Reserve System for this because it's already been quoted that 13.3 is in the law. So a lot of responsibility falls on us here in the Congress. Also in Title 13, uh, Chapter 7 of Subtitle 1, uh, says that the GAO has authority to audit the Federal Reserve uh, Board, the Federal Reserve Banks, as well as the FDIC and the Comptroller of the Currency. Sounds good, except you go to the next paragraph and say, except for you can't do, you can't audit the Federal Reserve or any of these organizations uh, for the things that matter, such as transactions with foreign banks, transactions with foreign governments, transactions with international uh, banking organizations. We can't have real access to uh, knowing what's happening at the discount window in detail, as well as how reserves are used, as well as information uh, and what really transpires at the FOMC. FOMC OMC. Uh, the, um, the fact that uh, we have information dribbling out to us, that's, that's one thing. But, uh, you know, for instance, uh, uh, in the last uh, about two years ago, we've been denied the information that a lot of people consider rather important, and that is the total money supply. What is M3 doing? And uh, that, of course, uh, for some of us think that is important, but it indicates that transparency all, is not always the goal. The question we in the Congress have to ask is, why is it that the Congress is uh, so eager to give up their prerogatives and their responsibilities, whether it's in foreign policy, whether it's giving the executive branch the authority to go to war without the Congress saying much, or whether it's turning over the monetary system to somebody they can operate essentially in secrecy and deal not with a few hundred billion dollars, like $800 billion here and there, but tens of trillions of dollars when it adds up. And uh, yet the Congress seems to do very little. So if we're concerned about transparency, if we're concerned about what's happening with monetary policy, uh, believe me, the code has to be changed. But I'm delighted that the chairman of the Banking Committee is interested in this, at least to put some pressure. We do get uh, bits and pieces and dribbles out of information. But why we turn over this tremendous power to actually run the economy, central economic planning, through the manipulation of prices, the whole problem we're facing today is that the Treasury and Congress and the Federal Reserve is trying to price things that they're incapable of pricing. That is the toxic access, uh, assets, the illiquid assets. So if we'd only allow the market to operate, we might clean up the mess that we have brought upon ourselves. Yeah, I mean, how loud can you say amen? How, how much more could you say preach on? I mean, Ron Paul just yeah. saying it like it is. Right off the bat, Ben, he, he goes in <laughs> just with a smirk and a smile and just being the gentleman that he is says, you know what, I'm glad that the Federal Reserve 
deserve is in the limelight because it, it, it is the problem. It is the source of the problem. Mm-hmm. And he is one of very few politicians that has the courage to say so. And secondly, I also like how he, you know, I don't know if it's the Michael Corleone keep your enemies closer than your friends type thing, but he's like, I don't blame the chairman, meaning Bernanke, who's sitting there, like, I get, like, again, saying, Son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm gonna get you. But no, that. But finally, one of the best parts of the clip, and the clip that I'd like to, you know, talk about right now, at least, Ben, is he rhetorically asks the question: you know, Why is Congress so, you know, eager to give up their responsibilities? Why, basically, why is Congress not uh, holding the people responsible accountable? Why are they not doing their duties? And I just want to get your take here, Ben. But just want to go back to the very important article, one of the most important articles I've ever read on this show, uh, where 151. Congressmen profit directly off of the war. I'm going to delicious it again. This way it does not mm-hmm. fall down the memory hole. Uh, who profits from the Iraq war? More than a quarter of senators and congressmen have invested at least $196 million of their own money in companies doing business with the Department of Defense that profit from the death and destruction in Iraq. Yeah. And if this article... If this story is not the most effective story to go to your friends and family with, and I don't really know what is, Ben. I have not really come across too many other stories that is that are is an, an influential, at least in, you know mentally, or at least as open and nonpartisan, and just say, look, stop talking to me. Stop with these emails about Democrats and Republicans. Get out, get out of the friggin' water. I mean, no, get your head on straight. It's about it's about the profit. It's about who's connected. It's about knowing who's connected. Yeah. And ultimately, the, you know, a lot of people in the government are getting profit you know profit off of this war so why would congress hold people responsible and i know we're jumping from finance to war but the idea is that this is why nothing's getting done because these people are in bed exactly they're in bed and that's the concept that we need to to get across to people because you know people are so unaware they would never you know america's a free country obviously they would never even imagine or think that we could be so far down the rabbit hole that our congressman could literally be in bed with the banking system raping our country economically and stealing literally stealing money from the american people in front of their faces it's too hard to believe they can't get it through their head and we have to hit that home with them um, anymore when, when we come back we're going to deal with the, the weak minded political correctness in this country that is just destroying any type of creativity that people cut out uh, so animalfarmshow.com is the website stay tuned we'll be right back here's the reason I'm not here Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle. And is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. 
Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at LibertyStickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. <laughs> uh, keeping the spirit of the great and legendary Pieth alive here on the Animal Farm, 512-879-3805. We love you very much, all of you equally, and of course we love hearing from you. If you have anything to say, uh, then definitely give us a ring. Uh, once again, 512-879-3805. Of course, the website is, as always been, is animalfarmshow.com, and there's so much going on there. You can really be one with the farm, and, and you can donate and, and give us money and find ways to finance us. All these you know different things you can do. Absolutely. Really cool, and we really appreciate it. Of course, Ben, you were making a great point before we get back to the phone lines uh, coming back. And, and, you know, just the idea, and f- for example, you know, real example in real life, I have a, my family members are, you know, we talk about stuff a lot, and one of them sent me the email regarding all the Democrats and how they're all corrupt and all these things, and I said, well, yeah, I mean, I completely yeah, agree, yeah, but geez. do you understand, you know, there were all these things about ties to the Nazis and stuff, and I said, well, you know, first of all, look up Prescott Bush, but nevertheless, it doesn't even matter. Just understand that it doesn't matter what animal these idiots have sworn allegiance to or what color they call themselves in, in a political party. Why can't you just get past these stupid parties? Get past the red and the blue, man. It's not Pepsi. It's not Coke. It's the idea that they're using this polarization against the people to control mind, control yeah. thought. And ultimately, it is congressmen that derive financial profit from these amazingly profitable wars. Hundreds of billions of dollars. Yeah, trillions. It's not, it's not Democrats or Republicans no, that derive. It's Congressmen 
It's a mix of both. Both of both of them voted for the war, you oh, idiots. God, I mean, it, it, wake it, up! Ninety-five percent of people vote for either Democrat or Republicans in this country. I, in my opinion, ninety-five percent of people are freaking mentally right. ill. In it's this amazing, country, and, and you know, I just can't. If you honestly think, as an American, that that your party is significantly less corrupt in some ridiculous way, then I really think you need to go back to the drawing board and get your damn head examined. And uh, the clip that Jack plays on one of his bumpers or one of his interstitials, it's a comedian or someone doing a routine. I'm not sure who it is, so I apologize. But it's like, okay, yeah, the guy on the left uh, supports my political beliefs. It's Bill Hicks. Bill, it's Bill Hicks. Thank you. I didn't know that, man. But he says, well, yeah, but but the guy controlling, there's a guy controlling both puppets. Wake mm-hmm. up, America. Come on. This is like adolescent stuff. This is so easy. But anyway, uh, back to the phone lines. Uh, area code first, 480 on the line on the Animal Farm. What's on your mind? Speak up. Hello, Tony. Is this my little girl, Frida? Uh-huh. Oh, hello. Frida, I have an Obama song for you before we get to your phone call. Would you like to hear it? Okay, yeah. This is, I'm dedicating this song to you. Hang on. <laughs> All you, Frida. That's Tony's Valentine for you. <laughs> That's right. It's my Valentine's Day for you. Uh, That's enough of that. We'll always be little boys, huh? Frida, what's on your mind? Thank you for pulling us up. We appreciate it. What's going on, girl? Uh, not much. I was just saying, happy Valentine's Day. Going to be my Valentine, Tony? I, I would absolutely love to be your Valentine, Frida. <laughs> I appreciate you asking, and I accept, and uh, I am yours until 12 a.m. Uh, uh, Saturday night or Sunday morning. So, yes, you, uh, you got you, you got me, Frida. Thank you for calling and asking. I appreciate that. I'm not sure how Mark's going to react to that, but... Uh, we'll, oh, no, we'll, yeah, I know, Mark. No, open up a can of beans there, oh. but uh, sorry, a horrible Mark. love triangle at the animal farm. You know, wow. I, I, just, I, just, I just reek of love. But now, Frida, what's on your mind? What else is going on with you? Everything okay? Everything is great. Just um, chilling out here in Arizona. Yeah. Just... Uh, Calling to ask you to be my Valentine. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> that was really all. I, I mean, uh, my heart is racing right now, Ben. I don't even know if I could talk. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of speechless right now. I mean, I'm, 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 you can see my cheeks are getting red. Yeah. I'm a little bit embarrassed, but I'm a little flush. <laughs> yes, you know, because uh, you know, you know, Frida, you and I have that connection, girl. Uh, but no, I, of course, oh, I, yeah. of course, I will be your Valentine any day. I will be your Valentine, and I appreciate that very, very much, and it's, it really does warm my heart, Ben. Frida, let me ask you something. <laughs> what do you think about this fairness doctrine okay. thing? Do you think uh, it would just completely ruin the animal farm, or would it make it a little more fair and balanced better? <laughs> How quick would the feds rate us? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you guys would even give that a second thought and just throw it out the window and say, screw you guys. Yeah, we'd wipe our <laughs> butts with it. that fairness doctrine. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Well, uh, no, Frida, it, it's great. It's always, as always, it's great to hear. If you have a, a very lovely voice, beautiful voice, very nice, very Thank easy you. on the ears, and, and of course, uh, the pinup photos are even that much better. <laughs> Uh, we do appreciate you calling. Thank you, Frida. Lovely. The lovely Frida. And I wish we had some applause. Yeah. We don't, uh, which is embarrassing, but unfortunately. We're naked here. We are naked here. Uh, not physically, but no, Pyeth is not here. But no, Frida, thank you, as always, for calling in. Yes, now it's official, folks. So girls out there, if uh, if you were thinking about asking me, it is, unfortunately, now. He's taken. It's too late. Now Frida and I are, are together. Uh, you know, we're being Valentine's. <laughs> we're not here. We're, we're following the American tradition. Uh, and, of course, the Hallmark card is on the way. Ben? Back into craziness. Uh, uh, back, back into 
back into ridiculousness. Back the, into ridiculousness. The sensitivity of this com- country, man. The <laughs> the the sensitive little herbs in this country. The cute little sheep who are scared all the time. Everything's got to be discussed. Everything's got to be dissected. I have this article right here. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Is Resident Evil Five racist? Okay, this is a brand oh new, my God. brand new video that's game right. that's coming out. Okay, Resident Evil Five. It's like gonna be the latest and greatest game. You'll hear about it shortly. Explain I'm sure. a little bit what Resident Evil. I know a lot of people know Ben, but just give us a quick roundup. What is Resident Evil as a video game? It's a it's a zombie shoot 'em up game mm-hmm. where you you know it, you follow a, a linear storyline. Um, and, and you know, it's it's a realistic sort of zombie game where an infection gets out and uh, people are infected and they <laughs> turn into zombies. Realistic. Yeah, they turn into zombies <laughs> that sort of, uh, they make it as realistic as they can, I guess. But they turn into zombies and they try to eat you and they try to kill you. Which is awesome. Et cetera, et cetera, which is awesome. And it's a really high-octane high, uh, uh, type of game, really, really uh, intense and really, uh, it's it's called, the, the genre is called survival horror. That's what they call it. It's kind of like playing a horror movie. It is. Uh, uh, today's type of horror movie with the shock. It is. And I guess the there, there, there's some controversy surrounding this new one, the fifth uh, version of Resident Evil um, that's coming out for Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Um, the game takes place in Africa, okay? So you can see the controversy there. Already. They think that, you know, kids are going to be going around shooting black people because the oh game is goodness. set in Africa. No, but really. Come on. I guess, and, and I guess one of the controversies in this game, um, which is ridiculous if anybody knows anything about Africa, but the game begins with the hero, Chris Redfield, who apparently is a potty mouth and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> who swears a lot, and also the game is totally gory. So never mind that. Forget that. Yeah. Let's just focus that, on the racism. That's not offensive at all. Yes. But the game begins with Chris Redfield walking through an African village that appears uninfected. Um, he uninfected by the virus that makes people zombies. He seems he sees some men kicking something in a sack. That's the type of game this is, by the way. It's very very twisted. Well, that's, that sounds um, kind of eerie. But the implication, I guess, is that even before the infection, these people are bad because they're kicking something in a sack. Um, you know, if as if Africa is just the greatest place in the world and nobody ever gets killed there, and uh, it's just it's just peach and uh, peach and yogurt all around. Oh, of course. Yeah, but uh, I guess that's the the notion of it. But I, and, and that's the basic controversy around it. Before the village is infected, black people are kicking something moving in a sack, in a potato sack. And it's like... It's and so just, wait, so the argument here is that because you're going around and, and the, the zombies who are going to be affected, or the people affected uh, that are becoming zombies, mm-hmm. are in Africa, yes. all of a sudden now it's it's a racist game. So it's that, a racist game. I see. But one of the things that's kind of tricky is I downloaded the demo for it. You can download it off of Xbox Live, and I know maybe you will. I actually should. I love those games, though. All the Resident Evils. I'm a big fan of that. It's very, it's very fun, but one of the things I noticed, which really kind of pissed me off from a from a gaming perspective is they and you're, it sets in this African village but the people in the village are multicultural like they put Asians in there they okay. put white people in there they put everything you're in there you try to really avoid giving the racist connotation okay exactly and i'm and i'm thinking to myself dude this is a this is in africa like yeah. you know can, can we be real about can we be adults and realize that the game is set in a part of the country where people with a particular skin color live why would they just make up a fake place so that we couldn't even get on this topic <laughs> in the in the first place ben i mean it's just it's annoying but everybody's a sensitive <laughs> little freaking herb in this country oh, it's ridiculous. and they have to cry over things like this so i apparently one of the editors for um uh, 
uh, Imagine Games, uh, IGN, I guess is the the website, one of the biggest gaming websites out there, yeah. is that uh, he he said he pointed this out. This is a little bit unrealistic, and it took me away from the the scene that I was in because right. you know you're putting all these multicultural people that are zombies af- coming after you, and and you're shooting all of them equally. But but uh, <laughs> and he noted that, so I guess maybe in the final game they sort of changed it to what it was supposed to be, and here's where the controversy starts. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, but everybody's just I, I my just to close on this. Yeah, no. everybody stops has to stop being a little bitch, man. Yeah, I can't man, stand I it agree, anymore. Man. Let's start focusing on the real problems with society, America, culture. Like, let, let's stop nitpicking on these things. I mean, not for nothing. I mean, it just it goes ridiculous lengths. Yeah. You see a lot of the, we talk about stories all the time about how scientists spend you know billions of dollars to find out that Triceratops use its horns in battle. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, I'm not trying to take your time away from something you love, but let's be honest here. And uh, for what it's worth, Ben. I mean, not to engage in more controversy, but the Resident Evil that they made for your GameCube and then for for the Wii. It was set somewhere, I believe, in Mexico, and Mm -hmm. everybody was, believe it or not, Mexican. Uh But nobody cares about that. And it wasn't saying, oh, this is anti-Mexican. You know, (laughs) just grow up. It's a video game. Anyway, uh, FDA approves viruses to nibble bacteria from your lunch meat. Stay tuned. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. 
The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out. Freedom. Underground. Radio. There's another old saying, Senator. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. Oh, man, you guys think we're disgusting on air. Oh, you, if, you, if you ever heard what Ben and I talk about off air, we would... Uh... <laughs> Tony, that was wildly inappropriate. I'm going to keep you on edge, Benny. <laughs> now, we won't tell you what it is because yeah. it's very ungentlemanly, but... Gross, man. 5128... Stop right there. <laughs> yes. Speaking of gross, <laughs> let's put the number out. 512-879-3805. That's the number to reach us. 512-879-3805. We have our best friend Ray on the phone. Oh, hold on a second. Wait. Oh, I was to off guard. I was going to talk about the FDA uh, tainted meat. Ray, what's up? FDA tainted meat. What a lame subject. I know, really. What's wrong with me? Why? Why am I not talking about Michael Phelps and A. Rod and Tejada right now? I just, I don't know what's wrong with the show, yeah. man. We need it. We need an overhaul. No. What's up, Ray? Yeah, you need something. You need something better than that. You're Come right. on. <laughs> You're right. And, you know, I just uh, anyway. Hey, Pius is not here tonight, huh? No. Pius is not here. Uh, can I play Pius? You, uh, well, I don't know. Can you play Pius? I don't know. You may be. Well, can I? Can I? I, I think I have a clip here. You, you ready? You try. If yeah. You, yeah. If you can put the clip through, we'll give it a shot, Ray. We're you know we're without an right, answer. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, all right. Go ahead, Ray. And cannot let these monsters have any part of your child's life. All right. I, I'm 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 going to be there to rear your child. <laughs> <laughs> that's one. Of, that's that's one of Pius' best clips, right? Yes. That's good, that's Ray. Very good job. Oh, if we just had a round of applause for Ray. Great job. <laughs> thank you very. Thank you very much. Can you give hey, yourself you a round of applause? You mentioned this FCC thing before. Go ahead. And Ray. I wanted to talk about the fairness doctrine. Talk about a lame thing. I mean, that's <laughs> utter nonsense. I mean, it's like saying that, uh, like, a Christian radio station has to put a Satanist on yeah, for it, time. Yeah, out of control. Or, you know, you got to got to get the Ku Klux Klan in there, you know, because got got to give them equal time. Yeah, it, it's it's you know what it is. The, the idea of it is crazy, and the and the other problem with it is that implementation is almost impossible. And that's for me, right? That's why I personally think that it's just another piece of legislation that may or may not get passed in the next however many months or years that is just basically trying to curb free speech, similar to the Patriot Act, right. not being patriotic. The fairness doctrine is completely not going to be about yeah. fairness anyway. But uh, well, you know, I have, actually have a question in regards to it because it was implemented at one point in time, was it not? I believe it was. Uh, and how did they do it then? What was the deal with that? Do, Ray, were you uh, were you listening to talk radio when that was happening? How did they do that? Uh, I was and I wasn't. I really wasn't paying attention to what those things were called, but it was just like, well, we got to get someone in from the opposite side. Or, you know, like, um, uh, if you have a response from responsible people, if you have an opposing view, please contact our offices and we will uh, give you three minutes or whatever. Oh, jeez. Okay. Do you remember that? No, I don't, but that is 
freaking retarded. Yeah, and granted, I mean, we always bitch and moan about how you you can't even get on the Hannitys and the Rush Limbaugh's and any of these big neoconservative hosts. You can't even get on the air and talk about depleted uranium or issues that are not necessarily partisan. They're not yeah. about Republicans or Democrats. You can't even get on and talk about these issues because they they either will screen you out or if you do get on the floor, they'll immediately cut you, they'll censor you, and then you'll never be able to call from that Put phone you again. Right under the light. Exactly. Right. So I mean, that that's it gets us angry. But you know what, dude? That's their show. And if if, if the Animal Farm feels compelled to play perverted clips about blah, 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 or Pastor Manning Obama clips, and that's what we're going to do, and, and there should be no problem see, with that. But you, Tony, Tony, that's a market choice. People should be <laughs> able to choose the type of radio that they want to hear. Just, right. Just period. You know, the FCC was only supposed to be there to make sure that you, uh, a station was on frequency and that there's certain wattage uh, at a certain time of the day. For instance, if a station was on during the day, an AM station, uh, 250 watts, for instance. They used to work for a radio station that did that. They had to sign off at, at sundown, and then you would be able to hear these clear stations, like, let's say, uh, tune in the AM station, and you could pick up Kentucky late at night, or you could pick up Canada late at night. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody who's broadcasting, like, you know, 10,000 watts or, you know, 50,000 watts or whatever that it is. And that's all the FCC was supposed to do, nothing more than just say, hey, these are like property rights. This is your assigned frequency. Mm-hmm. Stay on frequency. That's it. Yeah. Typical nonsense. Typical uh, government intervention just completely perverting the idea of helping the community, helping the, the country. Uh, yeah. It just it makes me sick, man. And, and we let this happen, obviously, because it's incremental and it's like the proverbial frog being right. boiled in the pot, you know? Yeah. And I, I, my, hope, right. my hope is that, you know, at least with the Kucinich deal, my hope is that it's just something that he may change his mind on. Because I, I would expect something different out of uh, Dennis Kucinich. But either way, regardless of his stance on this, whole issue, it's just more nonsense keeping people polarized or falsely, falsely impressing people to think that, oh yes, the Democrats are against the Republicans, it's time to bring liberalism back. You know why liberal radio fails? It's because it sucks, yeah. frankly. Okay, Besides, Like Air America? Yeah, but I mean, Randy Rhodes was... Her and um, Excellent. Mike Malloy. Mike Malloy, thank you. Uh, other than those two hosts, it was the most boring trash, and I personally rather listen to Fat Rush Limbaugh or Hannity because they're just better hosts. Yeah. They're better at being full of crap. Okay, they're better politicians. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Alan Combs, to be honest with you. I agree. Well, you know what? You know, Alan Combs is better. I agree. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Here, here's one of the reasons I think it, that the liberal idealism is so hard to get across the radio is because it is an incredibly complex idealism. Free market uh, conservatism is pretty, pretty straightforward, pretty easy to convey. You know, you you do what you want to do, I do what I want to do. But when a liberal gets on the radio, they have to explain all types of of things about how society's going to work under a liberal type of government. You know, uh, uh, what would happen if all of us didn't have money, or or what would happen if these social programs were implemented. And they go on the air and they say, oh, you know, what people don't understand is that we're in this together. And, uh, you know, us being in it together means we each have to pitch in and, and help everybody else out. We're, it's all based on, uh, you know, it's based on uh, compassion and this for my fellow man and, and yada, yada, yada. And they just have a hard time getting across and articulating it. Yeah, in addition to that, too, Ben, it's, it's the same problem. It's the same double-edged sword that we talked about with conservatism. You, you can't get on the air uh, with conservatives and talk about depleted uranium or, or veterans' health because all of a sudden you're a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. But the, the real problem I have found listening to liberal talk radio over the last four years is that it's so easy to call them out about giving half-truths. Yeah. You're saying, well, okay, yeah, I know you're for the veterans, but 
well, then why wouldn't you talk about X, Y, and Z? Or, you know, if you really don't like the way Republicans are, are running things, why not talk about this issue? Why not go the extra mile? And it may be aside from Malloy and Randy Rhodes, and maybe the occasional Garofalo, whatever, mm-hmm. which is a whole other can of beans. Uh, it's just boring, okay? Al Franken is is one of the most boring personalities in the history of man. Oh, my God. I want to hang, I wanna hang myself you know, I mean, with he's barbed just wire. Awful. It's, it's, it's the most boring crap ever. So, I mean, you know, sorry to... to but that's di- why the... It, that's why the internet is so important. Right, that's why the animal farms so open up the it opens everything up. Anybody who has a microphone and a good computer and a good processor, whatever whatever it is, can have their own internet radio station and can say whatever they want to. It yeah. is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And that's what talk radio used to be like. Yeah. You know, until it got co opted by big corporations and, and what's his name? Um Alan uh, not Alan Keys, um um Ayers. Roger Ailes. Yeah, Roger Ailes. And things okay. like that, you know? Right, well, you know, and that's, and that's something we have to deal with, man. You know what? And, and of course, as always, thanks for the call, Ray. It's, it's great insight. Great to hear from you, as always. But, you know what? Oh, we got to some... ask Ray about uh, Catherine. Oh, actually, yes. Ray, uh, email real... us after the show, yeah. please. Right, Ray, Ray, what's uh, about Catherine Albrecht? We want to obviously get her on the show as soon as possible. We're a big fan of her her show and, and all the work that she's done. Uh, you have a quick update on her? Do you want to give us more info? We'll, um, we'll get uh, I'll talk to her later. What we could do is uh, let you know or let the listeners know that on the 3rd of uh, March that there's going to be a big protest uh, concerning animal uh, chipping. Okay. And uh, keep keep your ears open for that. But I believe this evening that, that she uh, talked about being a Brave New Books on that day to do like a book signing and things like that. So keep keep your ears open and she's going to be taking a trip down to Austin. It's going to be pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, cool. I, I think uh, having Catherine Albrecht on, on the Animal Farm is going to be a wonderful thing and it's going to be a very entertaining time, Ben, especially with our crazy minds. But either way, Ray, uh, you are a legend, especially uh, in, in America's right. So thank you very much for the call. Um, but what we were talking about before, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's unbelievable. You know what? The, the, the corporate... Uh, Owned media, something that we we bitch about, but you know what? We're doing something about it. Just this show in and of itself is something about it. Jack mm-hmm. Bloodshow, all the great hosts out there. Uh, we all have our different flavors, and I know a lot of people don't like one another. But either way, uh, we do have our own methods of giving out information and spreading quote-unquote truth and I'd rather fight it this way than have some ridiculous piece of legislation come in that's going to bar us yeah. from talking in the first place and that is what the fairness doctrine I think is about uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get into that more Bray of course thanks for the call again uh, I want to get into this FDA uh, bacteria meat thing very important right yeah we're coming right back stay tuned Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset, so try it today. 
restore it today and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from hempusa.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just 2 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now. 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M. Radio. Freedom Underground. Radio. Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order can emerge. A new era, freer from the threat of terror, stronger in the pursuit of justice, and more secure in the quest for peace. Real aggressive here. What do you think, Ben? Yeah! Yeah! yeah. All right, uh... We have one of our good friends on the line and one of the greatest patriots, the man who should be the next president of the United States, Jack Blood, on the air. Jack, we don't have your intro because Pi is The government is trying to kill you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a farm. What's up, Jack? How's it going, man? Sorry we uh, didn't take your call earlier, but I was just trying to finish a point and then we saw you disappear. So. Well, I actually had a more important call to take, so Ooh. I'm sorry I had to bail on you. I mean, what's more important yeah. than the animal farm? The animal farm? I mean, a two-hour radio show every night? Come on, that's extremely important. Jack, what's on your well, mind, buddy? We, uh, we, uh, we actually, during your show tonight, got the figurehead for Project 1000, so, I mean, it was pretty important to me. Well, can you explain a little bit more about that, Jack? Yeah, we needed somebody to sign up for the tax-exempt status, and uh, I couldn't do it. I'm, I'm not clean enough be able to pull that off so we had somebody volunteer uh, actually we pulled we were lobbying during your show tonight and 
uh, both on the jackbloodforum.com and here on the chat room, and we had somebody step up. Uh, maybe this is going to work. So uh, we're really happy about it. What, what Project 1000 is is just a way to get kind of all the different groups working together and the different people working together from all sides of the aisle. We're going to cross. We're going to reach across the aisle, guys, uh, <laughs> yeah. to try to you know save liberty. Yes, well, that's a good idea, Jack, especially with the status that uh, many of the folks in the, you know, the movement, so to, so to speak, uh, are in right now. We're in uh, quite a quagmire these days. Ben, your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the more, we can, the more we can connect, the better it is, obviously. And, mm-hmm. and is, is Project 1000 uh, reaching across the aisle to the other side of the Patriot community, or is it reaching across to try to get everybody? Well, no, we're reaching across all aisles. There aren't any aisles in Project 1000, and it's just the few little things we agree on. Here in Austin, Texas, where we're going to start this out, I mean, they're, they're beta testing mandatory DNA collections mm-hmm. and blood and... and uh, you know, checkpoints, and, you know, we've been fighting these guys pretty good, and I think they've been scared of us up to a point, but they're starting to figure out that we've lost our teeth, so we really need to go in now and, and be really effective and demonstrative and not be slacktivists, so uh, this is the time to do that, and hopefully we'll put together a good model that the rest of the country can follow. I just I just really called in to say that uh, this is the greatest show on radio <laughs> because Pyeth is on the show. I know. <laughs> well, no, Jack, and, and to defend what you're saying, we always say, at least I always say, Ben, that you know, without Pyeth, uh, this show is nothing. And you, obviously from tonight, you could tell. <laughs> we just, you know, we get all sour. Off the bat, we were like, all right, we quit. We don't even care anymore. <laughs> without Pi- Pyeth is the glue, Jack. Pyeth is the glue that, that keeps us together. And I think Pyeth actually was listening tonight via the phone. I'm not sure if he, if he did that or not. But either way, Jack, uh, you have, uh, you know, not, not to get all sobby-eyed and stuff, but you've been a huge influence on us ever since the very early days, man. And you've always been there for us. And hopefully we've helped you out in some a little insignificant way. But we really appreciate the support and, and the kind words. Uh, Thank that's you. That's the kind of bullshit that people don't want to hear on your radio show. <laughs> Leave that to me. I'll, I'll be the ass kisser of the network. Somebody's got to do it. But you guys never do that. <laughs> okay, Jack. That sounds good, man. But we do. Uh, we don't appreciate anything am, you've done. I also, once I get all my paperwork in order, I am running for mayor of Austin, and you should see the group of coagulated tyrannists that I'll be running against. I so, can only see the campaign uh, right now. <laughs> It's it's a stepping stone for me. I mean, once I become mayor of Austin, then I'll I'll be looking at governor and president, and and then I'll become one of them. So. Uh, you, uh, Jack, question number one uh, of, of your new campaign: Are you going to move the Red Sox to Texas? I don't care Texas? what Josh Reeves said. I'm not with the Communist Party or whatever it is. Uh, I, I thought you were an agent, Jack. I'm not even. I thought now I know you're communist. But are great you, campaign slogan: There will be blood. There <laughs> will be blood. <laughs> That's brilliant. Very good, Ben. Uh, I'm easily entertained, Jack, as you can see. Um, anyway, my night has already been made because Frida asked me to be her Valentine. So finally, I actually now have a Valentine. I haven't had one in many years, Jack. Uh, well, sadly cool. enough. So anyway, uh, I want to. Hey, I want to wish a happy VD to everybody. <laughs> yeah, radio. Absolutely, especially with the last name Blood, Jack. It really warms the heart. Um, Jack, as always, don't, man. Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. Come on. <laughs> Good lord, Jack. I, I would say I'm gonna. Hey, in yeah. a world we live in where children are sending naked pictures of each other. I mean, you know, anything's possible. I yeah, just exactly. want people to know that. I know. Well, Jack, look. And where on Valentine's Day tomorrow, uh, you can go watch animals humping in the zoo. 
right? <laughs> well, that, that's... What kind, what how did you great, know what I was what doing What a country we live in. It's an interesting thought. Maybe we could uh, incorporate some of those uh, illustrious videos to the Animal Farm TV uh, website that uh, Kristen's so <laughs> nicely put together. Jack, any last-minute thoughts before we have the power segment? Yes, I do. Allegedly. 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 Great. Great stuff. Allegedly. Allegedly. And uh, happy VD to everybody at DeadlineLive.info in the chat room. Happy VD to you. the trolls and the shills. Yes, we love the trolls equally. Jack, uh, I'm not going to give you compliments. I'm going to do the opposite. We hate you. Piss (laughs) off. And I'll talk to you soon, Jack. Great stuff. You need to pray for the good Lord. Protect America. Animal Farm Radio Show. We are getting the power segment going here. Um, we are going to do that, but yeah, we do want to call out for people. Anybody that was listening to the show last night and recorded it, yeah, definitely try to get it to us. Even we want, we we need last night's show. Even um, we're supposed to do that, even though we're supposed to do that, but <laughs> we forgot. So, oh my goodness. Well, either way, it's uh, great. And Jack, thanks for calling. It's great. I love when Jack calls the show. It really mm-hmm. just mixes it up. And one day talks then, about VD. That's uh, that's brilliant. Excellent. I mean, where else? You know, where, there's no other show that you could accurately talk about those things uh, and have it accepted uh, other than the Animal Farm. But um, of course, one day, uh, Ben, I want to see if we could ever develop the technology to actually have Jack on the show bleed from his show like the Jack Blood bleeding thing like after his show will come right on the farm for the opening articles and we can get his uh, his insight on the lubrication but anyway that's a dream and I can dream Uh, but right now we can't dream why? we got the power segment right power segment yeah very comforting story here. 67 computers missing from Nuclear Weapons Lab. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to start a website, Nuclear Anonymous. You should. For people that can't say nuclear. You should. And uh, I'm going to head it up, and uh, and we're going to go out there, and we're going to proudly demonstrate that we cannot say it correctly, and we're going to change the word from nuclear to nuclear. <laughs> we're going to do wait. this. Wait, so wait, wait. Let me get this straight. So you're actually going to try to change the language. Yes. That's brilliant. That's what I'm going to do. Well, good luck on that. uh... If I can't say it right, nobody can say it right. Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) I I admire your enthusiasm, Ben. Go ahead. What do you got for the first first power segment? Sixty-seven computers missing from nuclear weapons lab. Okay. (laughs) Nuclear weapons lab. Nuclear. (laughs) Start right now. Nuclear. Uh, (laughs) This is out of the AP Los Alamos Nuclear Nuclear Weapons Laboratory in New Mexico is missing sixty-seven computers, including thirteen that were lost or stolen in the past year. Officials say no classified information has been lost. Uh, the Watchdog Group Project on Government Oversight on Wednesday released a memo dated February 3rd from the Energy Department's National Nuclear Security Administration <laughs> outlining the loss of the computers. Kevin Rourke, a spokesman for Los Alamos, on Wednesday confirmed the computers were missing and said the lab uh, was initiating a month-long inventory to account 
for every computer. Power segment continues. Maybe you just do a saying nuclear because Pyatt's not here and he won't hold you accountable. I know. You know every time you're like nuclear. No, you know what nuclear. it is. You know what it is, man. I just I'm 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 getting sick of having to worry about saying that word every now and then without getting my balls busted. <laughs> Dude. So I'm gonna you're, I'm gonna you're do, on the wrong show if you're a, ever worried about getting your balls a busted. A nationwide campaign to to change the language of nuclear to nuclear. I'll have President Bush's support. I, I support you too, Ben. Power segment here. Oh boy, I don't know, Ben. It's gonna, the future's gonna be interesting. Video games now seem good for children. I actually had this debate with my mother once. Uh, video games can be good for children, encouraging creativity and cooperation. A European Union report concluded Wednesday, which ran counter to the violent reputation of some titles. In conclusions uh, that may either surprise or reassure parents of game addicts, the study by the European Parliament Committee on the Internal Market and Consumer Protection found a number of benefits and no definitive link to violent behavior. Interesting. Quote, video games are uh, in most cases not dangerous and can even contribute to the development of important skills, said Toyn Manders, the Dutch liberal lawmaker who drafted the report. They stimulate learning of facts and skills such as strategic reflection, creativity, cooperation, interesting, and a sense of innovation, a news release on the report said. Finally, the report avoided any call for a EU-wide legislation banning certain games. So, uh, at least someone's got their head on straight. I mean, look, video games, I think, have a lot of benefits. At least, you know, hand-eye coordination. We've proven that, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, it's it's an experience. It's like uh, watching a movie. You know, yeah, you, you, you know, learn something from the experience and, and the message that the director's trying to portray. Same thing with video games. It's just like playing in a movie these days. I mean, exactly. the video games have come very far, but uh, hopefully, uh, you know, they won't try to ban it. Power 7 continues, of course. U.S. Energy Chief floats idea of a carbon emission tax. Oh! Out <laughs> of Washington, U.S. Energy Secretary Stephen Chu has floated the idea of a carbon emission tax to fight global warming in an interview with the New York Times Thursday. During the U.S. presidential campaign, the notion was kept largely on the back burner as candidates were reluctant to promote the idea of costlier energy at a time when gasoline prices were soaring. But since President Barack Obama's administration took office in January, Congress has been working on setting up a system for swapping greenhouse gas emissions quotas uh, similar to the ones used in the European Union. And Chu said alternatives could emerge, including a tax on carbon emissions. This out of the Times. Power segment continues. Right. <laughs> We do. We, we do power through news. Ah, Obama's press list. Uh, we're getting into the Bush era already with this guy. About halfway through President Obama's press conference Monday night, he had... Oh, my goodness. We're stopping the train really quick. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, there are all kinds of music problems going on here. Uh, <laughs> President Obama's press conference Monday, he had an unscripted question of his own. Al, old Chuck Todd, he said, basically, this is saying that he had people he thought were going to be there because they were predisposed questions. The problem was lighting, blah, blah, blah. The president was running down a list of reporters pre-selected to ask questions. The White House had to, uh, decided in advance who would be allowed to question the president and who was left out more of that transparency you can believe in along with that bs change folks <laughs> we are out of here and we will talk to you all monday if we do decide to do a show on president's day which if we don't we're terrible americans if not we'll talk to you soon thanks for joining talk to you later bye-bye
Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Welcome.